Low Elo is made possible thanks to the generous support of listeners just like you. For more information, visit LowElo.com. Can we just play a game and stop talking about people's... You're listening to the only new budget podcast that can easily kill everyone. You're listening to Low Elo. Low Elo. This is Low Elo, episode 44. I'm your host, Jeff Wyckoff, a.k.a. E. Crayons, and this is Dave, a.k.a. Compi386. Yes, it is. That's me. Certifiable proof. Mm-hmm. Now, Christian is busy elsewhere this episode, but his memory lives on with the return of Rin the Yordle, back from her tour of the UK. You, you do realize that... Nobody actually goes to the UK to vacation, right? I what? No, 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 no. What you don't understand, Doctor Who, man. That's all. Just Doctor Who. That's why you would vacation there. Uh, but now I need like to be back in the U.S. I need to have like what you guys have: have a cowboy hat going on, a pair of white sunglasses. I'll be cool, you know. It, it's it's the new style, right? That that is how we be cool. <laughs> Out here in in the LA's, in the LA's. <laughs> you know how cool would it be? We need a uh, a champion that like shows up, or you know, after their after their B animation, their recall, that it's like they you know they beam up into they beam down as like a TARDIS and step out. How oh cool God. of a skin would that be? <laughs> I don't even know who you'd no, do it for. Doctor Who Twisted Fate. There you oh go. My oh my gosh, ults, every time he teleports, ults. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it like beam downs a TARDIS and yeah. he steps a, out. Oh my gosh. Of course they couldn't say TARDIS. It would be like it'd be like a phone box. Yeah, yeah. 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 And, no, and a, it would be like box. Yeah, it would be a police box, police box uh twisted fate. <laughs> or it'd be, you know, Doctor Twisted Fate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, that's like the best idea ever. Well, like- yeah. I, Make check payable. See, yeah. this is why I go overseas. <laughs> yep. And Riot, if you're listening, we are available for consulting because we've got the best <laughs> ideas ever. What about some bad ideas? <laughs> well, I'm sure we can give them a few this time around. But this week, it's Kogma. We also take a little bit of time, set something aside to give you some advice on not listening to us <laughs> or anybody else for that matter. But first, on the subject of bad ideas, let's talk about some of those recent ideas coming out of Riot. So, we all know here in the US and really across the globe, the economy's down. So, it's time for a new deal. <laughs> Riot is now offering limited edition summoner icons for everyone who buys a certain amount of RP through the middle of November. They're also offering ward skins for the first time ever. So why do I make that sound so sinister with that little growl in my voice? Well, for the ward skins, whether you spend IP or RP, because they're going to be available for both, you don't get to keep it. For the first time ever, at least in the North American servers, you're going to be able to purchase something that will then later be taken away from you. 
I don't like renting content in games, but let's have a dialogue here, because I know that at least Compi and I have some differing viewpoints on this. I'm sure some the same. How do you feel about renting content in games, Compi? Well, I don't see a big deal. Like, everyone's like taking this as some kind of omen of of ill fates in the in the future but i don't see the big deal of buying uh you know spending what is it like 150 rp to use a certain ward skin for a week yeah it's uh 25 rp for the tome angel ward uh 165 rp for the bat o lantern ward and 75 rp for the widow ward there's also two wards available for 200 IP and 800 IP. Whenever you purchase, make one of these purchases, you get to keep the ward for a week. And can you stock up on them? You can buy the ward up to 52 times. <laughs> stock up for the entire year. So if if it's in your interest to spend, you know, what what is that, uh, 7,800 RP, you can get Battle Lantern Wards for the entire year. Yeah. Well, there you go. Oh. <laughs> uh, I'm happy. Are you? <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm going to buy my uh, 7,800 RP and, and buy, I, everyone's going to be like, wow, your wards are cool. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I fall into this boat of the people who feel that this is uh, an ominous sign of things to come that the the idea of renting content in games is not new but it is bad name name a successful free-to-play in the u.s that has rentable content as a part of its business model well can you name a successful free-to-play other than League, uh, anyway. Other than Lee, yeah. yeah. What, like World of Tanks? Is that moderately yeah. successful? Yeah, it's pretty successful. There's some good. There's ones out there, but I guess for a name such as League, there's nothing as big quite yet. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you can't you can't define success against League yeah. because that's like saying, well, you know, that MMO Rift. It's pretty crappy because it doesn't have as many subscribers as World of Warcraft. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's, you know, the League is not the standard. League is the exception at this point. But you look at the people who make it a standard model. It's, it's successful in other, other countries, mainly yeah. the Pacific, South Pacific, South Asia. Well, and I see it. I get it. Like, I, I understand where people don't want to spend money. You already don't want to spend money on something that doesn't technically exist. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, see, I, I take issue with that because in my opinion, this goes back to World of Warcraft days and people spending money for, you know, like orange drops that were actually tradable back in the day. My opinion is, is that it, it is something that can be traded. It has value. Therefore, it exists. So the the whole virtual item thing is a lost argument on me. Well, in in my opinion, none of it really exists. So you you know, and I have tons and tons of skins. <laughs> that doesn't mean <laughs> I don't buy them. It just means that you know, uh, I can understand where people. It's that's a lot of people think that way. You know, stuff doesn't mm -hmm. exist. I I don't have anything to show for it. Um, and and just adding rental onto that, that's going to be like two steps two mental steps that you'd have to take in order to be okay with spending actual money on that. 
Yeah. You know, here's here's where I take major issue. I take major issue in that up until this point, anything you purchased in League of Legends, except for those stupid IP boosts, you know, which that's a different matter entirely. Anything that you purchase, any good that you purchase, a skin, a champion, you have it forever. Mm-hmm. Like you, you exchange currency, Riot gives you your skin, you know, at least attaches it to your account, and you can count on that you'll be able to log in, even with those crappy legacy skins that are just recolors. You'll be able to log in and you'll be able to have that skin or that champion forever. No questions asked. And they just got rid of the permanency. It's like they broke their streak. Yeah. I I don't like the idea, and I do. I would be more comfortable with it if it was only via IP and for a short pit, like, you know, a very little IP. Because that's something that you can at least gain back. And it's not something, like, you had to lose in the first place. Other than if you're, like, working on... Um, buying other champions and stuff, but you know you don't have to use the IP rather than buying, you know, your hard-earned money and mm-hmm. putting it towards something that's going to be taken away. That's like having food. That's like that person that buys their ice cream. They're about to take a lick for it, and it falls on the ground, and the person's like, "Yeah, no, I can't give you a refund for that. That's your own fault." And then you're sitting there like trying to like, do you just sit there and stare at it while it's on the ground melting? And you're like, "I loved you, ice cream." Or that, if you're that's me, what it feels you like. get on your knees and. <laughs> Start licking. To, yeah. Well, I mean, only only the bottom of the ice cream touched the ground. Yeah. Well, you know, dirt's not so bad if it's covered with ice cream. <laughs> I, I feel like the, or we have a little bit of a apples and oranges comparison going on here, or at least like a, you know, virtual item skin and ice cream and argument going you know on. The, you know what the funny thing about it, though, is if they had come out with these ward skins and said 7,800 IP for this ward skin permanent. I bet yeah. people love it. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. If if they had if they had just even straight up and the, been even like, if it's the same cost, like it's seven seventy eight hundred RP to have it for the year. If you made it permanent, people would probably buy it. Yeah, I yeah. Uh, now I th- I think that that price point is still pretty significant. I don't know about that amount. I think that uh, and and I I agree with you. If these were straight up for purchase whatever the price may be, I think we would see a very different response. And in fact, in fact, Riot's director of e-commerce, uh, Hippolys, I think his name is, Hippalus, something like that, he's actually on the record at this point saying that this model, this rental model, isn't meant to be a regular offering. Now, maybe that's just him you know, playing damage control because, quite frankly, uh, I think the initial post that that rioter got like minus 1,700 down votes. <laughs> it's pretty know. low. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, it, it's, it's basically universal hate coming from what is admittedly the vocal majority or maybe even the vocal minority. You never know. But whatever they are, they're the vocal people. There may be a lot of people who are like you copy and think that this is just fine. But he's on the record saying that their, their intention is not to rent content. But that they're doing it this time, they're do they're going to do rentals this time around in order to gauge interest and to price pr- appropriately for purchases in the future. So they're basically they're planning on doing ward skins. 
Yeah, they're they're planning on doing ward skins, but they didn't know if anyone would be interested in it, and they didn't know what they could charge for it. So their way to, you know, do their research was to put out rentals. But I think that skews the statistics. I don't think that's going to tell them what they need to know. I mean, other than that they should just sell them because people are clearly going to be interested. Mm-hmm. And now, I don't think the issue is the price here. You know, honestly, the, the price on these is negligible. Um, I can afford it. Compi can afford it. We can all afford a week for these. The The issue is the tempor- uh, how temporary they are, but then also the fact that you can spend real money, RP, riot points and get something that they will later take away from you and someone else this these aren't uh, this isn't my well it's my sentiment but someone else has also brought it up and it's been responded to that makes riot look like money grubbers it Mm. makes them look like they're doing a cash grab that is not in the best interest of their players which is contrary to everything they've done so far but it makes them look this way even if they aren't even if that's not their attention, even if everything was innocent, that's the way it makes it, them look to their players. And that's how they're looking to me in this. It's brought up more than a little bit of internal conflict, given how much I like Riot. Yeah. Well, and that combined with the summoner icons, too. They're doing them at the same time. <sighs> yeah, the, like, I don't even know what to think about the summoner icons. And, and I do feel like the fact that they're doing both of these which are both, both of them feel like money grab. I, I, you know what, we need to introduce this to players because they're, uh, we haven't said what the uh, summoner skins are. So if you haven't noticed already, uh, what they're doing is throughout October and then through November, if you purchase RP with you know cash money, then they're going to unlock at certain levels, they're going to unlock new summoner icons for you. So at tier one, if you if you spend any amount of RP, you're gonna get a spiteful specter. You know what whatever that means. It's a mm-hmm. green thing. You get another one at one thousand RP. You get another at twenty five hundred RP. You get another at five thousand RP, and then the last one you get at ten thousand RP. And it's for a limited time. It's not you've spent this much in your career. Now you get it. It's if you spend this much in this period, this window. And that feels like a cash grab too. Yeah. And they're no, both they're doing I both at the same that. time. Yeah. Like yeah. and it, again, if they had just put up the hey, we're gonna sell summoner icons, you know. Yeah, if they had said nine seventy five RP for the summoner icon. Oh yeah. sweet, I wanna get that. Exactly. You know? <laughs> Done. Give it to me. I will spend it permanently. Yeah, I, that's that's the thing that I want. It and, and I don't know. It's something about their positioning. It's hard for me to put my finger on it. Maybe it's just because it's new. Maybe it's because this doesn't feel like the riot that I know. But it, it's like they're they're taking what's good with game design, which is players like new and interesting ways. Like uh, you know, if all the monsters, if all they do is just run at you and hit you, that's boring. Right. We need to do uh, different things. They're applying gameplay design to <laughs> money, to their store design, and it's not working. Just stick with the, I pay you money, I get something, yeah. I keep it. Just- yeah, it's like, it's, it's, it's like they're trying to find creative ways to get me to spend money. Yeah. And I don't want them to try and trick me into spending money. Yeah. 
I want, you know, give me a good. Let me purchase it. I've I've thrown so much money at this game. I think that it's proven at this point that I will, you know, throw more at it. Like, be straightforward with me. Don't try and trick me. Don't create it, these artificial incentives to get me to spend money, even if it's a trivial amount. And even if that's not your intention, Riot, your intention doesn't matter if the player's perception is what really matters. Well, and, and I understand it, if, even if it's not intentional coming from them, just being being there for like one day, just the amount of energy and excitement. And when you are like the top dog, you know, the way World of Warcraft is for MMOs, the way uh, League is for free to play, you know, they, they can make these mistakes. You know, they can get caught up in the, oh, we do no wrong thing and kind of lose perspective on how it really looks to... To you the know, player. Not us 99% <laughs> down here, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, and, and, and I don't want to create that kind of an adversarial attitude. I don't want it to be a, uh, you know, it's us players versus Riot, you know, us trying to get as much value out of the game and them trying to get as much money out of us. Um, and, and that's kind of the problem. That's, I think, where the conflict is. And it's become a lot, very emotional for a lot of players. Uh, I mean, if you you speak to rioters when we spoke to rioters one of the very consistent things was they would say uh, how do they put it that uh we'll we'll continue to or we'll continue to do what's right for the players and offer them a great game to play and they'll reward us back in return mm -hmm. and this doesn't feel like that yeah it's no. out of character for them and yeah 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 no I, like i feel like someone got in there and fooled them into doing something sinister because the and hopefully I'm wrong, I, and, and I'm pretty sure I'm wrong. I feel like all of this is just a mistake, and that we're all going to be kissing and making up, you know, <laughs> right around Christmas time. For, you know, they're going to be like, "Hey guys, we're we're really sorry we went through that period. Here's what we were really thinking, and maybe we didn't communicate that very well. And here's how we're going to make it up to you. But at least for right now." they're kind of in the doghouse well i mean people and people are gonna vote with their dollars i mean if nobody buys the rentals yeah i mean which i you know i'm gonna buy some yeah. well because <laughs> i and, want the cool skin I'll, but, I'll buy the ips i'll like yeah. i will get the ones for the ip i think that's a great idea ip mm -hmm. is one of those things that at a certain point you just start to accumulate it but, well and here's here's my other thing with the price points what is it like 50 rp for a skin rental yeah. Reward skin. Well, it's it's uh, 25 RP, 75 RP, and 165 RP. The uh, IPs are 200 IP and 800 IP. Here, okay. See, if they were all really low price points, then I could see that. Because how many times do you buy stuff and then you've got like 50 RP sitting there? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you're like, well, I can't do anything. I mean, that would be the logical place for me. That's why I don't think it's such a big deal is that, yo, I got 50 RP. I'll just, I'll rent this uh, ward skin for a week. Yeah. You know, no big deal. Yeah. No, I, I'm, that's still, like, I, I understand the logic and I still don't feel good about it. I feel like the, everything about it makes me feel like there's something sinister to come. Like there, yeah. you know, the, that all of us, like someone, Someone at Riot is going to come out at the end of November, like wearing a cape and top hat, twirling their mustache. You mean like, Bobby Kotick? 
It's going to come out and go, <laughs> you summoners, I got your 165 RP. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. It, it doesn't feel right. Riot's been a golden boy up until now, and uh, this uh, it just feels greedy. Maybe we'll just I, love it I'm, so much. I'm going to let it slide, though. It's, it's, it's a mistake. Oh, I'm, I'm, like, I, I'm ready to forgive him <laughs> yeah. already. You know, but, uh, you know, even though I'm ready to forgive doesn't mean that I can't still be mad about the, the situation as it is. Uh, I, I think all in all, what, what it's come down to is, uh, and, and the, uh, their e-commerce director already said this. He said that uh, he underestimated the negative perception that gamers have attached to rental items in online games. Yeah, and I think that's America exactly, anyway. in, in North America. Well, I think it's in Europe thing probably too. too. Yeah. yeah, but the other thing is too that um, oh shit, I just completely forgot what I was going to say. I don't know what the other thing is. Well, here here's the thing, and you know, there are people who are making an argument that say, well, it's it works in Asia. Eventually, it'll work over here. I disagree. I think that there are fundamental differences in culture and the way we buy items and the way that we handle e-commerce, especially our games, that uh, indicate that it that that's not a successful model in the long term in the West. And remember, this is not a mad like gaming is not a situation where it's like, oh, well, everything from the East eventually makes it to the West. Everything from the West eventually makes it in the East. No. They change. You know, you send Warcraft out east, the subscription model changes. You can rent skins for League of Legends on the Korean server. This is it the Korean servers, Garena servers, one of the servers in Southeast Asia. You know, that's that's a normal thing. And it works there. But you have to change your approach for each market. Oh, mm. I remembered. Oh. Okay. So what it is, is I think they've forgotten the, the pressure that players feel that is the impetus for buying skins, which is to not look like a noob, right? <laughs> I'm, I, I don't want to look like a free week Vladimir. So I'm going to buy this skin. I'm going to look great in game. And people will, when they see the loading screen, say, oh, he has a skin. He must be good. So we feel that pressure for these ward skins, you know? Like, if I just place a regular ward, you know, it's like, oh, dude, you have a regular ward? What a noob. (laughs) (laughs) You know? So it's like they forgot that that's why people buy stuff. It's the people who are willing to spend money to not look like noobs. Well, I I don't know. (laughs) Because, like, I'm never worried about looking like a noob. I think that that should be clear at this point. I spend a lot of money on skins, though, but even for champions that I don't play very often really just to have it like it's it's a collector thing oh well yeah this i mean in the beginning of the game like when you buy your first skin i guarantee that's what you're thinking yeah and and you know what maybe maybe that's maybe that's the other thing that has me so up in arms about this so passionate about it is that i cannot collect these ward skins yeah (laughs) (laughs) like it, it cannot be done they have locked me out of it 
we'll see. We'll see. We're spending a lot of time on this subject, and I'm sure there's going to be a lot of people who disagree with us, who agree with us. But uh, I, I'll tell you right now, the, the popular voice suggests that, A, the community doesn't feel right with these offerings, either of them. You know, the, the temporary wards or the, uh, like the, ins- the summoner icon incentives. Even those that they're not charging extra money for, it just feels wrong and people are getting that same feeling. And then the other side is, is that Riot is, is genuinely surprised, or at least individuals at Riot are genuinely surprised that, uh, you know, the community is responding in the way that it is. Well, we'll see. We'll see. On to something a little bit more fun but that we're all just as protective as we are our uh, wallets and our game experience. Cogma. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I take by that, that little sound there, Rin, that not a big fan of Cogma. Cogma's fine. It's like the early game, you can harass the heck out of him, but the now minute is he, he gets... Is he fine or is he fine? He's fine. No. Well, I guess if you've got Butterfly Kogma, he's shining as he's, you know, hobbling down going, ha I'm Kogma. I'm adorable. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, the first first few levels, you know, I don't have too much issue with them. But the minute he gets just that little bit more, like six and beyond, it's just terrifying because you have, I mean, he can be shut down. He can. I know he can be. But he still hurts like a freaking truck. That freaking uh, ooze of death and, and shooting and the pain and then the armor shred and then you're dead. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> basically. I mean, it, we've we've talked about Kogma in the past. I don't think we've ever done a full-out O-penis section on him. But I mean, you just give the guy a place to stand and he's going to go nuts. Yeah. That's basically and- the, to the tournament strategy is is to do exactly that. Well, you remember there was a period of time, you know, after like Vayne came out and everyone's like, oh, true damage. Everyone's just going to get true damage. Well, Kogma's got a, it's not true damage, but it's built in. It's a built in Madras, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, which is awesome. And I remember a, a quote from somebody from Solo Mid from maybe a year and a half ago that the whole deal with Kogma is you would kill the tanks and then you had free reign to kill everyone else. Yeah. Which Kogma can do because he's got a built-in Madrid. Yeah, because the, the tanks are just as squishy to him as everybody else's. Yeah, that's, uh, I mean, and Vayne can do that now too. So, but, you know, the deal with Kogma is he is, he's really fun. He's really squishy. He lacks the built-in escape, which is so popular right now. Mm-hmm. But he's also got an AoE slow. Yeah. With a pretty good range on it. It does a little and, bit of damage, too. Yeah, and and you can play him three ways. You can play him AP. AP Cog Mid is it's not the best, but it's okay. Um, you can play him on hit, which is hilarious fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you can play him just straight AD. Get the uh, Straight the, up carry, throw an infinity edge on that guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, and, oh, go ahead. Oh, just the in his natural laning partner, I would have to say would be Nunu. A cog Nunu lane is just oh. insane. Yeah, it's I so- mean Nunu with the blood boil gives him a free Phantom Dancer at level nine, combined with a level five or level four uh, bio arcane barrage, and that's 
no one can trade with that. No one. Yeah. No, what what I like about Kogma is that he actually does a lot to open up the meta. And and that is is that you look at the the really high rank, the people who are very popular there, you know, what what is it? It's uh they have to have an escape and then they have to have either true damage, a speed buff, you know, something like that. We're talking your Corky Graves, your uh, and your Ezreal. Um, you know, and Kogma doesn't have that, especially the most important one being that escape. And as a result, for a successful, high-skilled Kogma team, the team needs to build around that champion. And I think that that can serve as, as an example for making other champions who are in the same boat, who maybe have very strong skills for damage but don't have the uh, escape skills or the survivability that other Corgi Graves do, <laughs> that people could be applying that same level, of, uh, that same model or that same innovation of, you know, protect the Kogma to maybe not a protect the Sivir, but let's, let's find a way to compensate for everything Sivir's bad at so that she can just do what she's good at, you know, and then just go down the list. It's like, Let's find a way to compensate for everything that Tristana is bad at so that she can do what she's good at. I mean, that's that's really what you go what you it comes down to when you play that protect the Kogma game, which is, you know, really the only alternative AD strategy in high elo play. Yeah. Yeah, but down here, I mean uh Kogma he is he is so good. And uh he's kind of I don't know if he's fallen out of favor or what the deal is. You know, we saw him played at the finals um, a little bit. Yeah. CLG yeah. played him. Uh, in fact, I think they lost every game they didn't have him. <laughs> yeah. No, he, Kogma had a really high win rate. He performed very well and continues to perform really well in competitive play. But you notice the teams always build around Kogma. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And just, you know, it, his ability to just not be traded with. And there's something, too, that I think makes Kogma different at, at our level of play, at low elo, is that it almost doesn't matter if you die as long as you kill them. <laughs> and that's where his passive comes into play. Because you can feed their AD carry, but as long as you're just as fed, then your team wins, especially yeah. if they've built around you and they're playing Protect the Kogma. Once the team fights start, I mean, it, say you go against a Sivir, like use your example, you know, you trade, uh, you know, maybe she gets first blood and then you, you use your passive and get a kill on her. You know, as long as you can rack up those kills, your deaths almost don't matter. Yeah, and your late, late game ability to trade is going to be incredible. You know, he's, uh, he definitely goes toe-to-toe -to -toe with a lot of people out there really by just pounding his W and sitting there. You know, yeah. just works as a stationary turret. Mm -hmm. But here's, here's what you do on Kogma. For, and we've got, I've gotten a few emails recently about how to play AD carry in general. But on Kogma specifically, um, you rank up that W as soon as you can. You might start with a Q and then at level 4 get your E, which is the void use the slow and then anytime you can just activate that w and trade because it gives you bonus range mm -hmm. plus the percent damage of, of percent health damage yeah so no one can trade with you and yeah and remember that kogma is always going to be a most effective pick 
when his range, when coupled with the bioarcane barrage, is greater than whoever you're laning against. Now, yeah. he, he does okay with others just because of his high damage output, but if you have the range advantage on them, then it's not so much trading. That's when it just becomes that flat-out harassment. And harassment, I'll take harassment over trading any day of the week. Yeah. But uh, there, there are lots of interesting builds on him. Like I said, you know, on hit, you can go straight 80 carry, which is, you know, the standard, but maybe boring. But uh, yeah, no, if you haven't tried Kogma yet and you want to learn 80 carry, he's a great champion to do that with. Yeah. And, and he's never banned. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, yeah, it's pretty uncommon that you see a Kogma ban. And then remember, if you see an, a Kogma out there, be prepared to, you know, Pick up, uh, pick up where he's not so good. Take hits for him. Be ready to run interference. Give him a place to stand. And maybe, you know, maybe you won't get a lot of kills, if, especially if you're the support doing this. You won't get a lot of kills. You'll probably get a lot of assists. But it's not about your KD ratio, especially if you're in the support position. It's about making sure that that carry gets to do his job. Yeah, and and here's something interesting too. I'm glad you brought that up. Is that when you're a support, a bruiser, or a jungler, uh, or even a top lane or somebody with CC, you have a choice in every team fight. Do I go after their carries or do I protect mine? And the reason we say keep saying protect the Kogma is because if your AD carry is Kogma, you don't have to make that decision. Yeah. <laughs> you protect him and he will do you have faith in the Kogma that if you keep him alive for as long as possible he's going to kill everyone on their team yeah yeah no he's and and target acquisition becomes easy too because it's just like oh who's Kogma attacking okay we'll burn that guy down so that Kogma can get to the next one it's it's usually a pretty simple game. Of course, it gets more intricate the more, you know, it, it can be more intricate. It is more intricate. But for the basics of playing with Kog'Maw on your team, just follow him around. <laughs> you know, copy him. Yep. <laughs> and always make the choice to protect him. Use your CC to keep him alive rather than to lock them their carries down. Right, right. But and that goes for our next segment. Don't take it from us. <laughs> yeah, that probably confused a lot of you out there. Uh, this week's pl uh, playbook is really more of a, a general advice. It's a bit of theory on how you should approach League of Legends, and especially any tips, hints, tricks, uh, playbooks about like ours. It's one thing to listen to us. It's another completely to actually go and try it yourself, and then perhaps just as important, try to prove us wrong. Yeah, and I want to add one caveat there is that, you know, take it from us with staying classy, with all this, the high-order oh, yeah. functioning things, you know, the, the player behavior stuff. Take and, and, that and, stuff don't, and don't try to prove us wrong on that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because, <laughs> like, you know, you're going to get a ban, and you're going to lose all your honor, and... You won't be able to play for a while, and then you'll end up playing a Smurf, and no one likes a Smurf, so. Yeah. So, but when we talk about specific champions like we do in Opinus, don't take it from us or anyone else. And I want to give you guys some perspective here. If you're new to the game or newer, or if you're just getting into the pro scene or whatever with the Season 2 finals, um, there was a time 
and Rin, you probably remember this playing mid, where if you picked Cassiopeia, people would laugh at you. Yeah. And every fifth forum post on the in general discussion on Riot was, oh my gosh, Cassiopeia, please buff her. Right. I remember that. That was actually. You remember that? She was so pathetic. Her poison, nothing did anything. You just sat there yeah. and laughed at well, her while she slithered around pathetically. Well, listen to this, friend. <clears throat> you know, you know what uh, happens to change that? I forgot what what they do exactly. Or somebody. Not. They didn't nothing. change anything. Yeah, nothing. they didn't actually <laughs> they didn't change, change anything with her. Somebody just figured out how to play her properly, and that was just it. Yeah. Reggie started playing her. Yeah. Is what happened. And no, no numbers changed. She wasn't buffed or nerfed or anything or remade, which people were remade, were asking her to be remade into an AD champion. I mean, that's how bad it was. Everyone hated Cassiopeia. If you picked her, everyone would laugh at you and call you a troll. Stop trolling your own team. Nothing changed except Reggie started playing her. Yeah. And then she became super popular. Okay. Uh, of course... Mundo, the thing we called it, nothing changed there. Uh, he became really popular. Even now, Oriana. I mean, her global cooldown change happened months ago. And now she's like the flavor of the month. Yeah. I mean, how long ago was that, Jeff? That was, what, three months uh, ago, yeah, maybe? Yeah, three, three months ago is about right. And and, and that's, that's kind of the way things go. I mean, Ezreal, he came into prominence. They hadn't changed anything crazy on Ezreal. Now they're reeling him in. Yeah, you know? no. Here, and in fact, <laughs> I pulled up, I found the uh, compiled, odd ones compiled quotes on Ezreal. And, and is, just to address, because we've been accused, especially, you know, recently of being TSM fanboys, which Dave and I are, admittedly. Yes. But the reason is, is because we agree, or they say so many things and they do so many things that we agree with. Also, they're showmen, which nobody else is, but go ahead. Ezreal okay. quotes by the odd one. Yes. Now, this is from, this is uh, over at a blog I read, Nerf, please. Um, when you pick Ezreal, you pretty much stabbed your team. You just took a dump on their face. Oh. When you pick Ezreal, it's not a team player move. Ezreal's such a star champion. Stars expletive deleted he does zero damage <laughs> and can't even do anything in team fights all his cues get blocked by ghouls and tanks he's not even viable what are you going to do shoot these zombies to death <laughs> so we have an ezreal poking them down and by poking i mean 10 damage yeah i could go on there's lots of these you know what changed from that point until now on ezreal nothing, nothing. not a single thing he just suddenly started becoming popular. You know, people think Ezreal is good because people think Ezreal is good. <laughs> mm -hmm. So the whole deal with don't take it from us, don't take it from anyone else either. These tier lists, these, you know, this champion is good, this champion is bad. Don't listen to any of that. You know, the whole deal with, with, the, with a MOBA is learn the champions, find your, be creative with them. Um, maybe you can do something with a champion that someone else is not able to. Yeah, and once you've figured it out, try mixing it up. Yeah, yeah, that's that's where the real fun in this game is. It's applying the scientific method. You that's know, where what pros can I do? are made. Yeah, what can I do on this champion to make this champion good? I that's... recently tried it with Ramus and I failed. But... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say that said, there's no hope for Ramus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, but 
maybe I'm I'm not I'm not gonna go around telling I'm not gonna create a tier list and say Ramus is bad. I will. I'm, just, I'm gonna low elo <laughs> tier tier list right here, right now. Timo's at the top, Warwick is second, Heimer is second to last, and then there's Ramus. <laughs> and you know why? Because Heimer can put a turret in front of Ramus to prevent a gank. Yeah. Well anyway, but the point is is that maybe there's something I'm missing. You know, everyone walks around in this game thinking that they're really good. You're not. And I'm saying that about myself, too. I'm Aww. not good. Okay. Even I the thought pros. I was getting really good. <laughs> but that's the point is that there's something you're not doing right. Don't blame the champion. Blame yourself. Anyway. Oh, don't blame yourself. Take responsibility. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but don't take it from us and don't take it from anyone else. Explore. Yeah. Use and everybody the, else's work as a guideline. And please do not be that guy who's like, oh, you can't do that. That's bad. Don't be that guy. What do you know? <laughs> Except you for know? with Ramus. I mean, don't, <laughs> don't do that. He's pretty bad. But that's the point. Is like these flavors of the month, they've come and go. They, I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. And Mundo getting nerfed. Ezreal getting nerfed. After months of him being exactly the way he was, he gets nerfed because he's popular. It's just, ugh. Yeah. In fact, if you send me a screenshot of you not just winning the game on Ramus, but carrying your team, I'm going to send you a sticker. <laughs> How come Someone for Ramus? Why not me? Why not me? Well, because then, then I'll just end up sending uh, you a sticker. And I'd send you a sticker anyways. Oh yeah, I get it. no. Sorry. Yeah, no. Low low elo staff get free stickers. Yay! It's our well, it's our primary currency. You can trade as... them in for food at the company store. Okay. <laughs> I was really hungry today. I haven't eaten in three days. Well, there as the odd one says, there's war and disease, and there's Ezreal. You don't want any of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well. Let's wrap up those segments and move on to our Q-tips. Now, last week, we were asking for uh, Q-tips for Oriana because I was taking on my 100-game challenge, which I'm still in the middle of. And I'd like to say I've impre- I've uh, come quite a ways. I've, I've improved quite a bit, don't you think, Copy? Yeah, no, you have. You're actually hitting some ultimates now, and it's, it's right, good. Come on. I, I, I have a quadra kill under my belt. Multiple That's triples. true. I remember you got the quadra, yeah. yeah. I I did not get the uh, the penta because, unfortunately, I don't even remember who was left, but they just came and killed me. That <laughs> felt kind of silly. But, uh, no, I'm I'm improving there. And now, uh, okay, so, so from your perspective, of course, I read all of these and was like, oh, that's a good one. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, th- that one's just like that last one, so it's pretty good, too. Um, speaking as a more experienced Oriana player copy, which would you say was our standout Oriana Q-tip? Okay, well, first of all, I want to correct some misconceptions I think the listeners had. Is that Jeff is not new to the game. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I do understand that a key component of playing Oriana is to hit the other champions with my skills. Yeah, and so you know, to know where all of your you, yeah. Is. And, yeah, all, all of you who sent me a Q-tip that said use your Q to do damage with your ball <laughs> and move it around, I was like, well, um, fair enough. I can read what the champion does. 
Yeah. We're not looking for tool tips. <laughs> anyway, this one I picked from Plurple Pump, which is a cool name. It is a cool name. He says, hey, Jeff, when harassing with Oriana, make sure you command attack the ball behind your opponent. That way, after you command dissonance, you can command protect yourself to deal further damage to the enemy as the ball passes through them, mm-hmm, as well as yeah. shield yourself from further harass, from return but- Yes, that's a really good one, and I probably learned how important that was and what the benefits of that were probably, I don't know, after game five, six (laughs) or so, that, yeah, you know, you get that behind them, and it makes all the difference in the world Yep, just for that return. It's pretty nice. It's pretty nice. So that that is a good tip. So uh, make sure that you send us your information, and we'll get you a sticker. Yep. I already sent him the email. Awesome. So so this week... Oh, yeah. We've got someone we haven't talked about for a little bit. And we want your tips for playing as or playing against Cassidin the Voidwalker. Yeah. We haven't talked get, about Cassidin for quite a while. If you guys remember, I ranted on Cassidin pretty hard in episode 721. 21? I don't know, something like that. It was Rin's first episode with us called Cassidon't. Back in the day, that wasn't actually yeah. that long ago, but <laughs> I don't know. Twenty-one weeks. Wow, is it been? 20, oh my. Twenty-three weeks. This is episode forty-four, and we, oh my god, I feel all grown up. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I think I think that's probably the last time we really talked about Cassidy at all was your I first episode. St- I still hate him, but he's disappeared, and yeah. again. That's like the don't listen to us thing. He's fallen out of favor with the collective mind. So, yeah, but, but listen to us on this one. I think he's still good. I think people have just kind of forgotten that he exists. Yeah. He used to be number one ban. Like you ban <laughs> Cassidy in every game, but now it's just like, pff, whatever, yeah. ban Alistair. And, and to be fair, they did, uh, they did nerf a little bit of his action there. So maybe people just overreacted to it. But uh, send us your Q-tips on how to play as and play against Cassidin. And uh, make sure you try him out first, because he has changed a little bit. But I think he's really just as strong as he used to be. And that any weakness he's got, 100% perception. Yeah. So you can send those Q-tips to team at lowelo.com. Remember that it helps if you put Q-tip in the subject. Helps us to identify that. If we choose your Q-tip, which should be short, simple, and informative, we'll send you a Teemo sticker. Gladly. Yes. So make sure you send those to us and keep it brief. If I have to scroll on my iPhone to read it, <laughs> you didn't win. <laughs> no, I didn't read it. <laughs> right. <laughs> if, if, if I have to flick my thumb more than once... I guarantee you that second thumb flick is going to the archive button. So let's move on to our email since we just started talking about where that people can send it. Team at lowelo.com. We got some email this week, I'm sure, Mr. Dave. Yes, uh, we got a little bit of a called it here from uh, one of our calls. It's Sir, Sir Lithics. Sir Lithics. Okay. I just started listening to the show and I love it. Joined the chat room and queued up with four other people and we got in Skype. 
We played four games together. And it was by far the best experience I've had to date with, with League of Legends. I yeah. see why you guys always say that this game is meant to be played with four other people you can talk to and not just solo queue. So, yeah, just wanted to say thanks. So, Thank you, yeah, man. we called it. <laughs> playing, with, with, playing with friends is the way you're supposed to play the game. Yeah. Anyway. Well, and, and, and the nice thing about this community is you can count on the people that you're meeting having similar interests. So you get to make friends yep. that you can play with, which is pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. Awesome. I'm glad that it worked for you. We got another one from Cannon Fodder Ted who's got a question for us. How can I best support a gank when you know your jungler is there for the gank? What process do you do to ensure it goes smoothly? I realize sometimes the issue might be they are not good at ganking, but I would rather try and figure out if there is something more I can do to make the gank successful rather than just blaming the jungler for being bad. And first of all, congratulations, Cannon Fodder. Uh, You have just, that's exactly the kind of thing you need to be thinking. What can I do? Yep. That's a, and and I I love this question. I, I can see why you chose this one out of the mass because it really hits on everything that we're looking for. You're looking to take responsibility, even though maybe the issue is them. How can you still help to compensate? Yeah. So I like that. So, and I especially like it because I'm a jungler. Mm-hmm. I don't like getting blamed. Jungler's for... always the first person blamed for everything. So, And you said support a gank. Now, that could be, I'm assuming you're playing support. Well, I don't know. So... I, I think he's really coming from any any lane. Mm-hmm. How do you, how do you, uh, maybe, maybe, uh, and maybe I'm wrong, maybe you're entirely right, but it sounds to me like a, uh, how do I facilitate a gank? Okay, well, the best way is to make the enemy champion, A, use an important ability and try to kill you. Yeah, um, the, what it really and, comes down to in a, even more simple terms, more vague terms is get the other champion and whoever you want to target, get them to create a vulnerable spot. Yeah. For example, you need to first realize, okay, who's this champion? Am I going against a Kali? Okay, I need to make a Kali shroud. Mm-hmm. If she shrouds, if her shroud is down, then this gank is probably going to work. Yeah. Or the- and, and this goes back to, uh, we talked a little bit about how you read other players' behavior and how you can then take control of their behavior. That's what you should be doing leading up to a gank is, you know, figuring out how that other champion, how that other player responds to your stimulus of you doing different things in the lane so that you can get them to do it again. Mm-hmm. If it's an Ezreal, how do I get the Ezreal to use Arcane Shift? Because if that's down, all he's got is Flash. You can, you'll at least get a Flash out of him, which is a successful gank. Yep. Um, if it's a Graves, the same with uh, Quick Draw. You know, so it's those abilities, you know, know the abilities of the champions and try to draw them out yeah. Um, and yep. try to and also just engage and try to run away. Like as a support, you know, a lot of uh, supports will get really aggressive, get like half health or really low health and then run away, retreat into a bush and surprise there's a lease in there or a malphite. And he's yeah. going to kill you. <laughs> yeah. uh, another, another one that a lot of people don't pay a whole lot of attention to is try to control the positioning of the enemy champions to make it easier for the gank. Most of the time that means trying to get them to move closer to the lane, to, to, the, to the river, or wherever it is that you're 
jungler is waiting to perform their gank. And there's a lot of different ways you can do that by, for example, concentrating your zoning. If you have dominance in the lane, concentrate your zone on the side that would push them. So uh, if they want to gain experience, it's going to push them closer to the river or wherever they may be hiding, whatever wherever your avenue of attack is. Um, the other thing you can do is if you do not have dominance in the lane is to position yourself closer to your jungler. Because if they're getting aggressive on you, you can get them to make that wrong aggressive move that opens up the potential for a successful gank. So do what you need to do, read the other player's behavior, and take control of their positioning in the lane. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is a question that we need to get input from Rin on, because, and when it cut, quite frankly, it's because you play Heimer. <laughs> and, and Heimer performs, I mean, he performs well just kind of turtling up. We mm-hmm. all know that. But when he gets copious amount of ganks thrown at him, in you know, the, his own jungler showing up to uh, help, help out that out. lane, it can really turn into a terrifying situation. But because he's so static, because he, you know, because he's the one who's usually hanging back, what do you do when you play AP mid Rin to facilitate a gank? Um, it depends on the character you're playing, obviously, but with Heimer, he's usually good at turtling, and that's why I run Ghost Flash, um, is trying to make up for places that I can't help out with, and that is, it depends on the jungler, too. Um, you know, if there's a Warwick, I know that I can, usually the Warwick will have to initiate first so that I can follow up and hit my stun bomb afterwards. I don't have to do much more. But if I don't have someone who has a hard CC lock immediately, I'll actually use Flash and Ghost aggressively and suddenly charge at them, and this person's thinking, what is this Heimer doing? And suddenly I stun bomb (laughs) on top of them. (laughs) Like, if you flash in and stun bomb, you can't really avoid that. Um, so, you know, you actually locking down the CC so that the jungler can come in and at least help finish it up because I can't chase. I can't go under turrets. Um, I can't, like, if minions are in the way, my rockets don't go through. So I have to really be careful and time it properly. And that's, that's usually what it comes down to is working with jungler based upon what our team composition is. Kind of like how we were talking about earlier with, um, you know, protect the Kog'Maw working with the Heimer and having a different team composition so that you guys can lock down so that I can actually use my turrets properly yeah. really works in my favor. I'm, um, I'm glad that you brought that up. The, <laughs> the whole idea of, you know, actually taking an active role in facilitating the gank. And that's something that we, we kind of skipped over is that realize how the jungler or whoever's ganking your lane, how they're going to engage and are, are they going to be able to start the fight or do you need to start it for them? Mm-hmm. Do you need to make the first move and be conscious of that? Yeah, just um, watch. If they're not going to communicate very well with you, if you're having issues with your jungler, just watch what they do for a couple of ganks. See how they work. And if they look like they're more of an, initi- uh, more of an initiator, let them initiate. And if they're going to go for it, then follow up with them. If they're not going to go for it, then do it to <laughs> it and hopefully he'll follow up and like catch up on you. It just works uh, based upon that. A Heimer charging at you, though, that's like when the NFL players go to the elementary school, you know, and the kids like jump on their back trying to tackle them and it's like, oh, get this kid off me. That's like, that's what I, yeah, I, 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 always, at you. I always felt that Heimer flashing at me was pretty transparent. You know, it's just like, oh, boy, here it comes. <laughs> you know, it's like, why else would he do this if up? Oh, yep. 
Skarner. Yep. <laughs> but that's the thing. I mean, when it when it still happens, it sucks because you yeah. can land stuff, but Yeah. So hopefully you can decipher all that and turn it into some actionable advice. Let us know how it goes. Uh, good email. What else do we got? Uh we have uh, another success story and this one uh uh wait a minute. What'd you do? Uh, oh, this is it. not the one that I did you did you lose the success oh, story? No, no, no. Well is it now a, a story of sorrow and despair? <laughs> no, I have three more. Okay, so success story. Um guy started playing League, true Nordic gamer. And uh, the point is that I had a problem with losing often. I just bought an iPod and started to listen to this podcast whenever I walked to school. Um, I lost all the time. Didn't know why. When I tried all your tips, I actually play better and win more often. Haven't raged in about a month. I thought that was a little interesting. Like, you know, how alcoholics talk about, Dude, I'm, I'm 30 should, days sober. We need, to, <laughs> we need to sell rage coins. Yeah. like That'd AA. be great. Like, yeah, like the little <laughs> AA tokens, except it's like a rage token or something like that, you know, and uh, you're, you're low elo, you subscribe, we like, send you a rage token. Like, if you rage, then you have to send it back. <laughs> Hello, I'm Compu36, and uh, I'm a rager. Right. <laughs> welcome, welcome. Yeah, I uh, <laughs> haven't raged for three months, but uh, I, I did have this Ramus that was feeding real bad the other day, and... <laughs> I just, I thought I was going to trade my chip in right then. <laughs> uh, I, I like that idea. A little okay. wooden chip. <laughs> we got another question. This comes from a guy named Lee who didn't give his summoner name. So his name is Lee. Um, he's got a friend. I want to be able to give him advice and help him improve his play. The problem is he does not take advice very well. It is always his teammate's fault when he loses and he refuses to listen when I tell him things like double Rabadons are not good. <laughs> How would you handle this? He's, his friend is a new player. Uh, what is the best way, in your opinion, to help someone who is not new to the game uh, uh, develop as a player? Oh, so his friend is not new. Okay, so not mm. new to the game, but still... Not new to the game and doesn't take constructive criticism. Yeah. It, I'm guessing, I'm guessing that he's very competitive. And so if in, and someone who's very competitive, if they are truly competitive, they will find ways to win or at least to absolve themselves of any wrongdoing. Um, I, I'd actually recommend learning his champions and playing them better than him. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah see look look what i can do on you know oriana yeah i mean now you're gonna have to fool him i'm i'm not gonna lie you're gonna have to like pull one over on him it, you can't just like say yeah look what i'm gonna do i'm playing your champions look how much better i am because that's gonna that's not gonna help anything but if you take it from the standpoint of uh hey dude that looks like a lot of fun i'm gonna play karthus too and, you know, then ask him for advice. Even yeah. if you know what you're going to do next, ask him for advice. <laughs> and then when it doesn't work on the next game, say, you know what? That's a really good idea. I'm going to change this one thing and see how that works. And then don't build the second Rabadoodle. <laughs> you know, at least don't, don't rush the, the second Rabadoodle. Um, and you can, you know, show a subtle influence there. Instead of making it a... Uh, combative situation where it's you giving him advice 
where it's you telling him what the better situation is and him rejecting it. Turn it into something collaborative. Make it, you know, I'm just using Karthus as the, that example. If his champion is Karthus, pick up Karthus and say, dude, I want to be just as good at Karthus as you are. Help me, <laughs> help me to do that. And then when you start to learn stuff, and it'll probably be a genuine learning experience for you, put that information in front of him and say, dude, dude, so I tried this and it worked. Turns out if I ult when everyone's low at health, I get a pentakill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, wh whatever it is, wh whatever it is, you make it collaborative. You turn it into, instead of you telling him what he needs to change, tell him what you did that made it even more awesome. Yep. It's the so, same thing in a different wrapping paper. It, it, it is, it <laughs> is. But it's, it's the difference between dictation and coaching. And what you're going to want to do is you're going to want to become a coach with him. And part of being a coach means being constructive at all times, being straight with him, but finding the way to lead him to the same conclusion. So you can't tell them what to do. You can only tell them what works. And the best way to do it is just, just show them. So try that out. Let us know how it works. All right. Good. And one more. This is the weird success story, the different one. This okay. comes from Darth Hero. It says he just finished a game with four pre-made teammates who were in Skype together. The whole game, they were calling me a noob and putting me down. <laughs> However, they were talking in all chat and a member of the low elo community was on the other team. Really? Thankfully, that person was very kind to me and helped me feel better throughout the game. I want to thank you guys for creating this community to help eliminate some of the toxic community. So I think, so, and he didn't name any names, but whoever that was, awesome. So, I think, so was the so the four people that were on his team and Skype and everything were not low elo community members, right? Okay, right, okay, yeah. So I think this guy maybe that that was his introduction to low elo was what a you great know, way to get into the community, yeah, huh? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, I mean, and and I hope I hope you gave that guy an honorable opponent. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that that's one where they deserve it right there don't you think yeah so uh, I mean you know someone helps you out introduces you to the community you got to give them a give them a point for it <laughs> um that's a really cool success story I'm glad <laughs> to hear that I'd, I'd be interested in hearing who it was that uh showed up in the Loilo community to bring you on over here because that's really nice to hear remember guys it's uh one thing to listen to the show and to you know, play on the stream and practice what we preach as far as staying classy and you know, bringing that higher level of cooperative gameplay to your own games. It's a completely other thing to be willing to share that with others. And you know, there's no mandatory requirement that says that you have to, but if you do, remember you're actually doing a lot to help the community and really help the status quo. So. Uh, that's, that's a great thing to hear. I love it. Yep. Then that's the email. Okay. That, so, so we're done with email. Yes. Forever. <laughs> like we're no. not reading anymore. Forever. Oh, okay. Okay. What movie is that from? Ren? Huh? That's if you from... know what movies. Oh, do you that's, know? That's Sandlot, isn't it? Yes. Oh my gosh. I yes. love Sandlot. Okay. Just making sure. Okay. Yeah. 
So <laughs> this is this is the time where we would normally wrap up our emails. Which uh, in the future, if you'd like to send your send your questions, your success stories, your comments, your criticisms, your Q tips to team at lowelo.com. Abraham Lincoln champion yeah, ideas. <laughs> Abraham Lincoln champion ideas. You can send us that to fan art. We love fan art. So if you uh, want to draw us a picture, by all means, do so. I like the uh, And after that, we tend to do our iTunes shout-outs. So uh, I know we didn't prep you, Ren, but uh, do you want to do iTunes shout-outs, or oh, should one of us do iTunes shout-outs? Give me just, whoops, give me just a second here, and I'll pull that open. All right. Um, now, I don't know if you got to hear the last episode, but I did, I did shout-outs on the last episode. I I saw the comments on it and I heard a little pet section of it too and it was um um more than anything I liked the comments that were on it where everyone was like did he really just do that yeah he just did that and that's just <laughs> yeah okay. he did yeah. I was there <laughs> all I can say is uh, to answer to answer the questions out there yes I was handling rattlesnakes while I read those out. Oh God! Um, what do they call those guys? The people who handle like snakes, snake handlers. Snake. Uh, well, like snake handlers. <laughs> well, but while they snake like charmers? preach and stuff. No, not snake charmers. <laughs> Are they just called snake handlers? Yeah, I think oh, so. Okay. Yeah, it's not that. It's not very creative. I don't know. They're I called feel, snake yeah, handlers. I, I feel like there should be a more creative name for them. Kill a can. Oh, okay. Oh, the leads speak. The yeah, meats yeah. is too... It's like kill a cam. Kill a cam. Kill a cam. <laughs> <clears throat> um, okay, so starting off, and sorry for my snuffiness and still fighting sickness. Um, as we stated, kill a cam. Um, five stars, thank you very much. HHC boy. Boy. Um, thank you also for the five star. Rest test one. Rest test, rest test, rest test. That's like edited. I like saying that over and over again. Edited. Rest test. Rest test. Um, <laughs> thank you. Uh, lithium rain. That sounds painful. Lithium rain. Wiener butt. <laughs> wiener butt? Um, yeah, yes, that's... <laughs> wiener butt. For a second, I thought you were just, like, you know, yelling out wiener <laughs> no, butt, which was kind of weird. <laughs> but, yeah. Wiener butt. Um, and he also says in the very first that I had just have to read that this guy is interesting. Um, this podcast gave me so much chest hair. I have to pin it back in order to properly aim while taking the pee. <laughs> and, and, and for all you Australians out there, that's the way we do it here. We take. Yeah. We yeah. take. <laughs> Dark <skin>. um, <laughs> thank you very much, wiener butt. Um, <laughs> Karthnaga, 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 uh, I'm saying it bad. Um, thank you as well for five stars. Everyone's got five stars up in here. It's really sweet. Thanks, guys. Um, Josh Sexy Beast. We're getting all the good names in today. Um, I've been listening since episode 17. Thank you. Um... By Zodly, my favorite podcast. Thank you. Um, and lastly, but not least, with also an interesting name, Salty Sea Dog KP14. Uh, <laughs> Salty Sea Dog. He's surfing. Uh, either that <laughs> or he's you. a pirate. 
He's a pirate. He's a salty sea dog. Arr. Okay. One of those is more likely than the other. <laughs> but, um, but then again, surfing has gotten more popular, so I could be wrong. I, I want to live in California just for that. I'd love to, like, I used to boogie board. Anyway, um, thank you guys very much for the reviews. It's really awesome going through and just checking these out. Um, and with all the star ratings, too, that's amazing. Keep, you know, checking in and seeing how much we get. Um, thank you. Yeah, and uh, we appreciate those. Make sure you leave them for us on iTunes with that review. Helps us get the word out to the masses. Now, I've talked about our email team at lowelo.com, but I also want to let people know that if you're interested in asking questions about the stream in particular, you can send those questions to stream at lowelo.com. Yeah, we just opened that one up. Team and stream. Team and stream. <laughs> yeah. We know how to rhyme, but we've been doing this a while, so it's probably about time oh boy and i just checked it was episode 17 that was Casadon. that was rin's first episode with us oh weird wow. yeah whoa so. all the coincidence oh my god is it friday the 13th no no oh. over 24 <laughs> <laughs> and it's oh and, and i also want to say i actually got uh quite a few birthday shout outs last week or hey, over the last Jeff week is here now 48 people. Yeah, so. I'm I'm well. now 13, um, <laughs> and uh, so so I want to say thank you there. I, my birthday did pass this last week, so that was pretty cool having a lot of people give shoutouts. But uh, and a lot of and those shoutouts came through Twitter, where you can. About, what about your buddy Combi gave you a birthday present? What was Com that? Combi gave me Commandos Two for yeah. Steam. That that's awesome. I actually played a little bit the other day. I'm so happy because <laughs> that. Listen, listen, folks. This is how you do it. This is how you do your video game friends, okay? Because he noticed I was playing XCOM, which is the bomb. And he knew that, you know, the new XCOM, it's, uh, you know, just remake a, or a new take on the old strategy games, these old tactical games. Commandos is right up there. One of a classic. So he got me Commandos 2 on Steam. Yeah, awesome. it took me a while awesome. to check, make sure you didn't have it too, because <laughs> your Steam yeah, well, game list, you have like three thousand games on Steam. <laughs> I'm I'm pretty difficult to buy a Steam game for, but you can usually count that if it's on my wish list, because I actually do keep a wish list up, uh, really just to keep track of what I want to buy. <laughs> um, that if it's on there, that I don't have it. So, no, that was that well, was. Very I remember cool. I remember you, playing Commandos on my roommate's laptop in 2001, my freshman oh, yeah. year of college. Oh, like, the, the game is so old school. Like, its maximum yeah. resolution is like 1024 by 768. It's baller. Yeah. <laughs> it's like everything is stretched out horizontally. It is so cool. <laughs> I'm, I am having a blast with it. So, excellent gift. Copies the man. Now it means I have to get you something for Christmas. So... We'll see what I can figure out there. Sweet. Yep. But anyways, I was saying something about Twitter. You can, oh, rent, yes. me, you can rent me some wards. Yeah, I'll, I'm going to rent <laughs> you some wards for Christmas. Oh, man. You can get a hold of us on Twitter. I'm at EatGamer. That's uh, Loilo Dave. And, of course, Rin the Yordle. All one word for each of those. 
You can find us on Facebook as well. Our Facebook community is growing, and it's a great place to, you know, make sure you get your notifications, especially on mobile devices. Head on over. It's facebook.com slash low elo community. Now, if you'd like to visit us on our website, that, of course, is the best place for all of our forums to get the music from the shows. We've uh, even been posting some other stuff, including some uh, streaming music lately. But if you'd like to get every single episode, get to our links and uh, all of our Twitter accounts through there, it's www.loelo.com. It's also the place where you can find our live stream with our awesome, badass cast of uh, League of Legends streamers uh, doing everything from individual streaming and solo queue to fan games to fun games to community casted 5v5s where... You and four others go up another against another team of five in a tournament draft and have the whole thing shoutcasted just like the pros, which is pretty awesome. Check that out at loelo.com slash stream. And if you've been listening to the show and you've not checked out the stream, you're really you're really missing out, man. Like yeah. just come check it out. It's you can play with me, play with Compi. I stream a lot. I just play pick up people from the community who want to play and we play a lot of games so come check out the stream it's baller stream is so much fun when i can actually poke my head in like everyone's so nice yeah and the the opportunity to play with compy and i pops up usually late at night so usually right around like what midnight to 1 a.m for both of us you usually start a little bit earlier i'm talking pacific time yeah yeah. yeah. So uh, that's that's where your opportunity is. Of course, if you want in on those games, you're going to want to make sure that you're in the in-game chat room. It's all one word, Low Elo. And if it's full, eh, just head over to Low Elo 2, Low Elo 3. So that's how you can get a hold of us in the game. It's also a great place to organize games with your fellow Low Elo listeners. So... Before I let everyone go and before we say goodbye, the last thing I want to bring to your attention is... We want to thank all of our subscribers. We, of course, have free subscriptions to access all of the features on our site, and the show will always be free. But a special thank you to all of our subscribers out there. That's those of you who have chosen to donate $5 a month. That contribution makes it possible for us to expand the programming, keep the show going, get better hosting, and improve the website and offerings for the community at a constant rate as well is offer lots of giveaways, prizes, RP cards, and the like on our live stream. Yeah. So thank you very much, everybody. You guys make it all possible. And on that, I'm Jeff Wyckoff, a.k.a. Crayons. This here is my buddy Dave, a.k.a. Compy386. Commandos. <laughs> and, 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 and we have Rin, fresh back from the UK. Woo! Welcome back, Rin. Thank you. So nice to have you. Nice to be here and seat warming while Christian's away. Jerk. Uh, he's gone. That's your seat. Yeah. Now he's he's got to earn it back. I'm gonna Ooh. lick it so that when he comes back, he'll know it's my territory. I Technically, don't think he if you do that. if you lick the seat and then he sits on it by proxy, you licked his butt. <laughs> okay, I'm not gonna lick the seat. And on that bombshell, good night, <laughs> summoners, and don't forget, stay classy.
diferença pra uma vida sempre igual Todo dia muda alguma coisa, não sou a mesma pessoa E algumas horas atrás, todo pensamento vem e vai Todo sentimento se desfaz, quando a vida não tem você não corre atrás O jornal me cala e o silêncio anula Como o tempo que já ficou pra trás Um minuto a mais agora Tanto faz Atrás, todo pensamento vem e vai, todo sentimento se desfaz quando a vida não tem e você não corre atrás. O jornal me cala e o silêncio anula como o tempo que já ficou pra trás. Um minuto a mais agora.